This is Ty. And this is V. And this is Cause I Said So. Hey, we're back. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. New Year, new you? Exactly. (laughs) 2021, you need to be a new you. Please stop playing with us. Listen, I don't know. I think I'm a New Year, same me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I definitely know um, that I'm I'm going to be leaving a couple of things uh, in 2020. I'm not taking a lot of things into 2021. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later. We got an extra special guest on uh, who's going to share his what to leave in 2020. Yes, right. So, you know, 2021... We 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 told her to just come in here and chill out. Don't touch nothing and no chill, <laughs> no fi- no filter, no chill no whatsoever. Chill. How has your uh twenty twenty one uh been so far? Yeah. Um. Listen, the start of twenty twenty one was okay. I mean, I, I think um, it. I don't want to say it feels like the same, right? Like when you say same me different year but maybe some you know additional things it kind of feels the same way because a lot of the things you know are the same in my life in terms of being able to stay home to work you know remotely you know being able to stay home with my um, now one-year-old so I don't have to put him into nursery school or daycare Mm -hmm. you know so all of those things feel the same I think what feels new is the things that I want to be new right Mm -hmm. so I got my planner this so I got my um, planner from the ivy box this is the first time I've actually ever used the planner right Mm -hmm. and so when the planner it has like personal goals work goals spiritual goals right and so I put them in the planner so some of my and I'm not gonna say their resolutions right so a personal goal for me, right, is so I always had the Bible app on my phone. Mm-hmm. This is a personal spiritual goal. But now, right, I, I, I ask for it to send me alerts every day just so that I'm able to read a little bit. So that's like a personal goal, right? Always a personal goal to lose weight, which is horrible, but true. Um, and then, you know, a family goal, you know, is to spend more just loving time with my family. Mm-hmm. Because we're always like, you know, here together. Like I, you know, tell my oldest son, like it gets to be a lot, right? So I just have to spend more time loving on them versus just living with them. Mm, yeah. You know? Yes, that, that um, quality time. Yeah. Like, you know, versus just sharing space. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what, you know, after being in the house with them for dang on near 365 days can you know consistently right yeah. not leaving and coming back it, it starts to feel like that after a while so I, I really want to try again I gotta remind myself to be more aware of loving with them and you know just not living with them so so far for me it's been okay you know every day has to be a new day um like we but we god I'm sorry have, um We've really been in the house for a year, huh? <laughs> um, I mean, I definitely have. Yeah. But if it's March, right? Come it's March. Been, yeah. Mar- and we're going to be in the house in March. But you were on be leave. I was on leave. I was on leave. I, I ain't been to a whole workplace in a year, child. <laughs> no, a, a 13 months. Right? Because this baby is 13 months old. I, I'm like, what will, what will happen when I go back to work? I don't even know. You don't even want to go back, do you? <laughs> I mean, what same person would want to go back into the office at this point? Like, let's just be honest I know, here. I know you love what you do, but I, <laughs> I'm like, uh, <laughs> I mean, but you know what, too? Here's the thing. I think when you, as a as a woman, as a mom, right? You, I was looking at, I watch MSNBC frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was looking at a jobs report and they were talking about the loss of jobs. Yeah. And all of the losses of jobs were female, were women right Mm -hmm. and so you know I think about how much and you didn't think about it before your identity or yourself is connected to where you work what you do Mm -hmm. um and heck even just that sense of self was connected to you know what you were how you work what you do whatever have you and to lose that was a big loss right you got up every day you know yes I got dressed up every day you know I put my makeup on you know whatever I had my lunch you know I was ready um 
I that was a part of and is a part of who I am. Mm-hmm. And to lose that was hard, you know. Um, so in that sense, I'm looking forward to going back to work. But I'm blessed to not have to go in the office because COVID is very scary, you know. Yeah. It's scary. And it's and it's still so real, you know what I mean? Even though very true. Even though some people, you know, may not be exercising the same amount of caution. You know, mm-hmm. In the beginning of the pandemic. You know, it's still very real. I saw uh, one of my close friends had, you know, caught COVID. And then mm-hmm. um, one of my peers that I know, like, um, you know, her husband caught COVID. And so mm. it's just like, at first, you didn't really know anybody. You like, yep. knew of people that knew of people. And now it's like, dang, it's like one one degree of separation now. Where yeah. it was at least two degrees of separation. So. I mean, I feel like I did know two persons that were close to me that did have COVID over the summer, Mm -hmm. but they didn't, I guess, because they also weren't hospitalized, Mm -hmm. right? It felt like it was real and it was scary, Mm -hmm. right? But I guess if you add that additional layer of being hospitalized, it just becomes then, you know, like frightening and very, very real versus like, oh, she got the flu, she in the house, you know? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And you brought up a, um, another great point, too, where you were talking about the effects on, like, um, women and mm-hmm. how that affects, like, our careers and yep. being a mom because now you're home. And so, you know, your your in-home role might be, you know, the standard gender role of taking care of your family, doing the domesticated duties in the house. And so now you're expected to do that all day long and also work. Mm-hmm. And it's, yep. it's difficult. And, uh, you know, a lot of uh, reports have been published where they're saying that moms have been having to either take FMLA so that they can yes. care for their for their kids doing virtual mm-hmm. school um, and not returning back to work. Yeah. Workforce is now changing exactly right so like that's something I had to strongly consider because um what I was considering is just taking a leave of absence because I don't have FMLA I'm I'm probably exhausted right I just had a baby Mm -hmm. um so I was considering taking a leave of absence until the summer if I had to look right though because I believe there's there's now COVID related Uh, well see there's terms for that right but I'll, I'll but you're correct do you know I have questions, girl? And I ask my <laughs> questions. And I ask them typically in advance because I don't like to wait around to know stuff last minute because that is stress inducing. And I'm not trying to stress myself out any more than I already am. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know what I'm about to ask you about, right? Child, go ahead so I can laugh. Why were Chad and Karen and Blake and Susan storming again? Chad and them was wild because they're terrorists and they're entitled. Listen, so I, you know, we watched CNN and, mm-hmm. you know, I, my brain was mush. I really couldn't even focus because <laughs> mm-hmm. I still had to be on Zoom all day. But I'm watching the news and I'm just like, yo, these people are but I felt like the news alert came from the left too it was like I didn't see anything about it all day and then it's like boom they're storming the capital right <laughs> right yo crazy as bed bugs I mean listen that's a whole nother conversation in itself right but I think we understand that at as very core right it was them feeling empowered by a narcissist mm-hmm. right this man is using these people and they're, they're so small-minded right that they can't even see it um and it's just it's just sad you know what's worse is again again everyone keeps saying in the media and black people right had this been us this is what would have happened mm-hmm. and we know that to be true it made no sense that any of those things even were allowed to happen right mm-hmm. but it happened because they had an inside scoop they had you know i'm, I'm looking at the, my, the color of my skin and rubbing my hand they had the inside scoop. Mm-hmm. they had sympathizers they had gotten a tour the day before to know the layout yes right? here mm-hmm. a woman mikey cheryl said they have 
I sure did. I sure did. And right, they are military. They have training, right? They out here in the woods buying up all the damn canned food and shooting targets, you know. So listen. And some have real military training because Ashley, oh, yeah, Ashley uh the the woman who was killed, Ashley Babbitt, you know, she was a veteran Air Force. Yes, my, my uncle's in the Air Force. I'm looking like, dang, it's a lot of people in the Air Force. It's real crazy. I thought that that was a more, mm, I mean, a higher level, I hate to say, of the armed forces than some of the others, but child. Mm-hmm. Oh, in terms of like intelligence, right? Yeah, yeah. I hate to say That's so why I said I hate to say yeah. right? Because it's a test, you know? So nonetheless, not to down the armed forces. I'm sorry. I didn't, I, that's what I, that's what I assumed. I need to be better educated on that and I'll do so. Well, that's, um, that's um that's something that they all say jokingly anyway. Um, um, you know, I come from a military family and I was in ROTC. Not that that's the same thing as being in the armed forces, but you know, that's always the running joke anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, I am not here to offend. Yeah. We appreciate uh, all of those who keep us safe. Absolutely. I mean, think about how many people we have in our families that were in the military, to be honest. If I think about it, it's a lot of people um that were that are in my family that were in the military. Black people always um protected have always protected this country. That's have true. always from the for free and for uh for fair, if you were right, right? Exactly. Um, but I think that it's not over and um people need to be aware of that. Um, it's not over. They need to be aware that it's not over in D.C. It's not over where they live because, right, they were doing these same type of protests or demonstrations, um, terrorism, if you will, uh, in state capitals. Mm-hmm. So it's not over. And I think even after we do have our new president and vice president in the office, it's going to be a continuation. So I think that, you know, as people of color, we just need to unfortunately be more vigilant um and in a vigilant in a different way you know i'm gonna have my i got my i took my mace off my keys i need to put it back on there because i'm ready to mace the ted or a camera say one thing to me and it's gonna go right in your mouth i ain't gonna hook you like the girl the one girl hooked that lady oh the cop yes <laughs> yeah but hold on she, she but she lost her job but she got a gofundme girl she got about six she got six figures from that gofundme and counting i bet six figures Yes, that's wonderful. And I looked at it because I donated a small amount, and I just look at all like some of the donations. It's a small amount; they just add up, right? That's um, wonderful. Sis gonna be fine. It, she, well, hopefully she will. Somebody else will give her a job because, and then right, she could potentially have a lawsuit because why did they? Why did her job fire? Right, her? she was a security guard. She was being harassed. Um, her she felt as if her safety was compromised. Someone lashed out of her face and she responded. I mean, you hired her as a security guard. You knew she was aggressive. Like, really? Come on. So that's a lawsuit right there, too. So um, what's his name? Benjamin Crump. Holla at her. <laughs> so we're fighting, you know, insurrection. We have um, mm-hmm. the pandemic itself. We have a whole nother pandemic, which is racism. And mm, that's a great that's a great way to look yeah. at it. I'm sorry. And yep. then the two worlds have just converged really. Even when you think about because you talked about sympathizers. And so when you think about mm-hmm. um, you know, those Congress people who refuse to wear their masks and then put Congresswoman oh. and Soror, uh Bonnie, Bonnie Watson Coleman. Yeah. And now she's contracted COVID. Thankfully, she's yeah, feeling yeah. okay. But but still, right? But but here's the thing, right? Wasn't that a part of their plan? I feel like it was because they refused to wear. It definitely was the the insurgents insurgent. Sorry, Lord, the insurgents didn't wear masks. So first of all, half of them are gonna be sick, um, and you know whatever, and then you know they're getting senators sick. So, and then their own colleagues refusing to wear masks. And then, right, I, I just can keep saying, and then, and then, and then, no, right? Did you see AOC's live? She went in on that. I did not. I did not. Oh, girl. Did you need to me see AOC's live. I, I thought I did. Double check. I really feel like I did. I think I sent it to you 
and Instagram because that's where I saw. So go back okay. and your messages. Okay. Um, but yeah, she she was mm child. But listen, twenty twenty already showing his ass. Twenty twenty one. Oh shoot! See, see, see! It feels like the same year. Feels like the same year. Twenty twenty one. It's not going to be outdone. Mm-mm. Right, right. <laughs> so I'll say this. Um, in terms of how my 2021 has started off, um, I've just really been in a more reflective place. You know, I started mm-hmm. um, back up at school, uh, you know, last semester in the fall. And so this is a new semester. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Got an A in my first class back. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the only way. <laughs> right. Um, and so now, you know, I'm back in a new class. I'm taking family law uh, this semester. And so I've been really um, exercising my boundaries mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of trying to figure out what those boundaries really are mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then sticking to them. So one of my things has been, you know, saying no, mm-hmm. um, because, you know, and, and you often say, you know, you, you're doing too much, you're doing everything, you're everything. I think that's a good one for you. I do. I think it's a good thing. It's good to have boundaries, yeah. right? Say so you no. Know, yep, it is. And and people have to respect. Absolutely. Them. And it's not that I don't. I don't think that I could necessarily do something. It's just that I am recognizing mm-hmm. that I cannot do all things in yeah. in all times, and and definitely can't do all of those things well so I'm saying okay if I'm going to do this I'm going to do it well I'm going to give it my all and I'm going to devote this amount of time to it um so like you know I'm I'm in impact 100 Essex and someone tapped me uh, earlier this this week and said hey I want to talk to you about leading this committee um you know only if you're interested and I just had to say you know Thank you so much for thinking of me. <laughs> and, you know, I'm not interested, not at this time. So not that I'm not interested in doing it because it is something that I, that I like to do. But right now, <laughs> it's not a priority on the plate. And being okay with that, you know what I mean? And, and being okay with saying that no. And so, I, I yeah, you. I think that's like... um. I think that's like a good place to be in where it's not necessarily limiting uh, your accessibility, but also not being so, so accessible. That's true. Right. Um, Because then if you're possibly always accessible, right, then they're going to be coming to your accessible self to get their work done. Absolutely. And that's what people do because they're like, oh, I see Shavice, you know, she's doing, she's great at this. Let me ask her if she'll be willing to do this. She's not going to say no. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, maybe they aren't doing it with like any malicious intent, Mm -hmm. right? But people see, they know what they know and hey, they try it. They definitely try it. Yeah, so that's one of my things uh, for 2021. Um, And I'm so glad that we have, you know, begun this conversation because we have an extra, extra special guest with us today. He's going to be talking about his, uh, his list for things that we have to leave in 2020. So I know, Shavis, you were talking about how you know, you've set up your goals and whatnot. One of the things you're doing is devoting more time to um, your Bible and, and and reading scriptures more so each day, which I love. And, you know, we're going to get on some of these devotion plans together. And- <laughs> oh, Lord, this child about to start sending me these devotion plans. First of all, I know that, listen, uh-uh. Did you some last year? Read this plan with me. <laughs> I know. That's why I said that. Listen. I'm a I'm send me one. Don't send me uh, a bunch of and I'm saying right, this right, right too because I feel like it's something I want to do on right. my own, right? Um, but still send them because then it'll kind of maybe give me some guidance. But I want to be like, okay, this is something I know I want to do. Let me go do and not like, oh, Ty is sending this to me. That's easy, Got right? 
That's Got all. you. I feel you. So I want to introduce <laughs> our extra special guest. Um, and just to let you know, uh, my what I'm leaving in 2020 is uh the loose boundaries. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully he'll 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 talk about that a little bit. Um, we have Doctor. Yes, I'm already saying Doctor. Name <laughs> it. Name it. <laughs> Walker in the place to be. He is a higher education professional, the director of the EOP program at Rider University. He is a mentor. He is a um, he is a a spiritual guidance uh, leader for a lot of folks, myself included. Um, he's a big brother. He is just a good a great friend and somebody you know, father, a husband, a son, <laughs> a brother. Thank, thank, thank you, ladies. You thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate the love. Thank y'all. Oh, all yes, right. That, yes, right here in the house. A playwright. All right, yeah. That that's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. We're so great to have you here with us today, Reggie. No, I'm um, thankful. And for we just you want you to, you know, give me the opportunity to come on the podcast. And so, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So I'm gonna uh, kick it off to, to V. V, you want to open up? I know you had some questions. Yes, I do. Okay, so this list you have been doing for a couple of years now. I feel like I've been seeing it for like the last three, four years. Yeah, it's probably been like right? six or something like that. Yeah, it's been a while. Really? Yeah, it's been a while. Oh <laughs> So, so, okay, so why did you, so, okay, let's go back. Tell us a little bit why you started, you know, this list that's leaving X, Y, and Z behind in this year. Um, and then, you know, why did you share it, you know, on Facebook or on social media for, you know, other people to be able to then um, respond to, see. All so right, so, so yeah, um, I started the list just in fun. Like, it was no seriousness to mm -hmm. it it literally was just you know how you go through the whole year and you notice certain trends or fads or things that you're just like oh i hope this doesn't carry over to next year i want this to be done this year so like certain sayings that you heard people say all year i'd be like oh man i wish we just leave that behind and, and whatever year it was and, and not carry it into the new year and so it was literally like just this this list of um things that for me personally like i just got tired of didn't want to see the following year and then the feedback from or the response that I got from people where it was like oh my god I've been thinking the same thing or yes like exactly like mm -hmm. I, I want us to leave this behind and then it became something where the following year people were like hey are you going to release another list and so then I started to notice like all right well you know people are looking forward to this um and so it's evolved from just you know being little fun things or or little things that I just thought, you know, people should leave behind to really addressing sometimes some very serious things that you notice throughout the year, addressing some things even spiritually that, you know, we should start picking up in the new year and some of the things that we should leave behind. And so it became this list of, you know, some comical stuff, but also some very serious stuff that we should pop probably um, leave behind. And then I just, you know, add like my own little commentary to it so after i i write something then i'll put something in parentheses to just kind of um make people laugh because that's just something that i like doing so even if it's spiritual things that we're talking about still making it something where people i try to the best of my ability to make sure people know that it's uh done from a good place and that you know people don't feel like you're subbing them or taking jabs at them but just recognizing like nah there are some things we should probably try to work on leaving in the current year that we're in and not carrying into our new year so yeah okay okay thank you for that context mm -hmm. <laughs> so what are some of your top uh favorite cuz i think in the list this last list that you posted it had like a, almost like thirty yeah. on there, so I want <laughs> I want to know what's your like your top favorite uh, things that you feel like people should definitely consider leaving in twenty twenty. All right, so just and I'm literally looking through the list like how do I pick five of these things? Um, but mm -hmm. one of the things that I think is really big that I, I saying no to therapy. I think we definitely need to leave that mm -hmm. behind and we need to start embracing therapy. It's a beautiful thing. It's something that will help you. Um, 
And I think, especially for communities of color, we've been raised, particularly in urban communities of color, where what happens in our home stays in our home, which means we carry that even into our adult lives, what's happening in our relationships, what's happening at our job, what's happening in our lives. We just try to keep to ourselves. And meanwhile, all of this stuff is eating at us. It's, it's chipping away at us. The enemy is using it to just leave us stressed. Some people are, you know, entering depression just from holding on, on onto all these things. And so I think being able to talk to somebody is a very important thing. And we have to stop discouraging people from going to seek counseling or therapy. And we need to stop acting like we're above getting counseling or therapy or I got this I don't need that there's nothing wrong with me and therapy is not about you saying there's something wrong with you but it is about you being able to say I don't have it all together I don't have all the answers and I may need to talk to somebody Mm -hmm. to figure out a game plan on how I could address certain situations that are happening in my life so that's a major thing for me that you know the stigma that comes with mental health um leaving some leaving all of that behind in, in 2020 and in this new year really embracing um counseling and therapy embracing the idea that it's okay to not be okay um you don't have to be okay mm-hmm. 365 days a year because that's just not humanly possible so that's definitely one of the things i would want us to leave behind in 2020 is saying no to therapy saying no to counseling because we do need those things and so that's one um another one gossiping instead of praying for people's situation um and one of the things that yeah. i said um, go ahead I said, yes, come on. <laughs> I was like, and one of the things I said um, when I posted the list is, you know, this is why some people don't share their struggles and suffer in silence. And so when we start talking about encouraging people to open up and talk more, we also got to give them spaces where we're not gossiping about their situations, but we're actually praying for like People are really yeah. going through some things. And, you know, it's hard for some people to open up when they feel like people are going to gossip about their situations, even within, you know, I'm a Christian. So even within church communities where you confide in somebody about some of your struggles and they talk about you as if, you know, they aren't believers or people who should know better. Right. So then even in some of these spaces where people are supposed to feel safe, to talk about the fact that they're not okay or to share what's going on, you know, we find that opportunity to gossip. And, you know, there are some people who, and that's one of the things that I've posted before, like, don't put your whole, you know, stop putting all your problems on Facebook, right? Because the reality is some people are looking at your status and all the stuff you're talking about to simply gossip about you and they're not helping you. They're not praying for you. But I understand that for some people that's an outlet. And, you know, for me, it's like there are times where I could be scrolling through, on social media and seeing people just telling all their business and you're like, why are they saying all this? But then at the same time, it's like, you know what? This isn't a screenshot moment to say, oh, did you see X, Y, and Z posted this? Pray for people. You know what I'm saying? People are going through things. Like, you know, everybody has their struggles. And sometimes we just really have to understand and thank God that we may not have some people's struggles, but that doesn't make us better than those individuals. That doesn't make what art yeah we may have made some different decisions than other people but none of us should be in a space where we feel like we could judge other people's situations and gossip about their situations but you know more praying for people instead of gossiping for people about people um in 2021 that's that's the hope that we'll do those things um yes and that's a good one right i mean and it, i feel like it does tie into the first one as well but that's something that you can do very simply, right? Is just pray that whatever that mm-hmm. person is going through, they're going to be able to get through right. unscathed, right? Better or stronger. Right. And just right. keep it moving, right. exactly. you know? And you know what I've... And then imagine if... I'm so sorry. Imagine if 10 people did that, how many exactly. people are then praying right. for that exactly. person? And, you know, the, the word says the prayers of the righteous are effective. And so when you pray for somebody and, you know, like mm-hmm. she said, if it's 10 of us, that's a, you know, God is hearing from a, mm-hmm. a good number of people about this one person situation. Um, and so, you know, I think, you know, people can use more of our prayers than they could ever benefit from us just gossiping about their situation. So. Um, Absolutely. What I've um I've been doing now, like, you know how when people say, oh, can you keep my family in your prayers and stuff? I've been making mm-hmm. like a conscious effort to like stop right then and there. Right. Yep. And just send up a yep. prayer. Yep. And that's a discipline because like it's so easy to just say I'm praying for you and then you 
be like, all right, I pray for them later. But it's like, nope. Whenever I see something that requires me to pray, it literally only takes ten seconds to just stop and say, God, be with this person, or or get even more detailed. It may go beyond ten seconds, thirty seconds, but it really doesn't take much out of our day to just stop and just throw up a prayer on somebody's behalf. So yeah, definitely. Um, all right, something a little bit more lighthearted. Uh, the third thing. Uh, <laughs> Zodiac fanatics. I definitely want to leave them in 2020. Um, Why? They're great. Which sign is the most toxic? Which sign is the most forgiving? Which Mm. sign has the most edges? Like we, like we just, we don't care. Like I, you know, you get on social media and people are like, "Yeah, I should have known." that this was going to happen because they're Aries or they're Virgo. And it's just like, no, that was going to happen because you just got poor choices in people that you're ch- choosing. It has nothing to do with their Zodiac sign. But, and, and I get it. Like some, some people like, you know, they subscribe to their Zodiac signs and the characteristics and that's cool. But we all know those people that just are like fanatics with it. Like you introduce yourself to a person and they're like, Hey, how you doing? What's your sign? Like, why? Like, why do you need to know my sign right off the bat? Like, what do you think you're about to tell me or figure out about me? Yeah, astrologist. Um, like, it, it just gets a little crazy sometimes. Like people literally, you know, you do something. It's like, what's your sign again? Oh, that explains it. And it's like, what? I picked up a piece of paper. Like, what are you talking? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you talking about? So yeah, like for me, it's just like I know I got tired of seeing all of the like the the statuses of which sign is the most toxic, which sign you think will hurt you fastest, which sign is, and it's like. People are people, um, regardless of what sign they're born under. And so, you know, sometimes it's just, you know, like I said, people just go to the extremes with it. Um, and so, yeah, it was for the Zodiac fanatics. They they know who they are. Where you can't. Yeah. But hold on. What sign has the most edges? <laughs> I'm done with that. Because <laughs> I ain't even like, see that. Literally, like, okay. this is where, like, you know, like, the comical part about it. Because it's like, you just see so many different statuses that's just, like, what sign does this? And it's just, like, in writing it, it's just, like, one of those things, like, yeah, you see everything. Like, which sign has the most edges? Which sign is likely to do this? Like, which mm-hmm. sign has the best credit? Like, what? Like, come on now. Like, it's just, like, people <laughs> really... <laughs> Who make these little things, huh? too, right? Who makes those little That's games? Who is making out. those? It's just like you just see it all day, and it's just like, all right, we get it, we get it, we get it, we get it. Let's let's. But let's. they get paid to play off of people's, uh, you know, like uh, voids and and insecurities or whatever it is that they using these um the astrology to fill mm-hmm. in for. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be, then they'll even rank them like, what's the top three signs that'll leave you real fast if you mess up? Like what? Like how, now we got top three. Like what's going on here? Like and then people in there arguing under it. You a lie. I, Sagittarius don't do that. Yes, y'all do. And it's just like, oh my gosh, like, what is going on here? Like, yeah. So you know the zodiac, the zodiac signs. That's definitely one of the things that um, I would like to leave um, behind. The other thing too, just keeping it uh, comical. I don't know if y'all been getting it, but the tune designers commenting on their all your pics. Uh-huh. Like yeah, let's no the what? Oh, no, see, I didn't get behind. that. Like, let's leave all the tune designers commenting on people's pics all day, every day. You can literally be like, you know, I just lost my grandma, and they'd be like, oh, I love your page. Can I write? Can I do a um tune for you? Like, <laughs> yeah, dog. I just said I lost my grandma. Like, why are you commenting on my page? Like, people could be posting some real serious stuff, and here they come. Yeah, I was looking at your page. I like what I see. Could I design a tune for you? And I'm like, nah, y'all got to chill. Y'all got to chill. I've yeah. never the, seen the that. Tune oh, people my God. Are that's funny. Them. Shout out to everybody that do Bitcoins and Forex. That was one of the things on the list. But y'all get really aggressive, too. Um, like, just chill for a second. Like, don't. Again, it's just like the aggressiveness of some of these people where they just comment under everything you post in there, in your DMs. And it's just like chill out like what about what about the nutriverse people <laughs> all, all everybody all and again i'm not knocking nobody's hustle that's y'all thing do it but y'all gotta understand when no means no like y'all are coming like the warranty card people that call your phone every day um trying to get you to buy a car warranty like stop it like stop it like i get it it's working for you that's your thing that's your lane nobody's judging you do it, but just don't harass me, especially if I tell you I'm good. No, I'm not looking to have a nine, a 25th stream, another stream of income. I'm good. 
I'm not giving. I'm not giving you. Oh my god! Two million. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'll keep it to myself. So if that's your thing, cool. But just don't be aggressive. And again, sometimes, like I said, the insensitivity of it, where I've literally seen people posting about loss, and you find these individuals just under people's comments and in their pictures, like, "Hey, DM me to make another. You trying to make another fifteen hundred? Like, yo, this person just said." that they got cancer and you on a post talking about something you want to make another 1500 or can I do a tune for you like so yeah all the aggressive <laughs> internet people that's doing all this stuff can we just please leave y'all in 2020 let people breathe um another one that I said um uh well, let me find one here and this is for the fellas and so, fellas, I want us to step up. Uh, one of the things I want us to leave, and everybody's situation is different, so not judging, but one of the things I put was, let's leave maternity shoots and baby showers with no fathers present in 2020. Um, mm. You know, mm-hmm. for me, especially as a husband and father, it's like, you know, seeing anybody bringing, uh, getting ready to bring a child to the world is a beautiful thing. But it is also kind of sad when you just see so many people who are, taking baby shower or maternity pictures and, and, and at baby showers and there's just no dad present. And so, you know, fellas step up and be involved ladies. Let's, you know, in terms of the choices that we're making and the people that we're choosing to have kids by, let us all just be more conscious of those things. Like, you know, be present, step up. I'm tired of seeing, you know, our ladies out there just by themselves winging this and trying to do this on their own. And there's somebody that, help them to make this child so yeah i definitely want to leave that in 2020 i want us to fellas step up and be present um because yeah you just get tired of seeing the solo um parent um when you know it was more it took two to make this baby so let's do right and and stand by um these ladies and and do the right even if you're not together anymore still be present and stand Mm -hmm. by them and do what's best for the child and so you know that is a sad thing when you see all these um maternity shoots and baby showers with no dad present at all um and it's always a beautiful thing when you do see the family together in these spaces and so you know i definitely am an advocate for um you know kids growing up with both their parents and again even you know things happen even if it doesn't have to be in the same household y'all separate divorce or if you were never married y'all just break up but still be present. Um, so yeah, be present and especially be present in those big moments where they're going to need you. Um, and then I guess one more thing, the last thing, because I'm trying to go through this list. Um, Can I ask you, will you go to the next one? Go ahead. Just what's some advice that you would give to like some of our um, single moms who are like still out there dating? I know this wasn't like on our question list, but I, I don't want to miss this moment. Um because you said, you know, make some better choices, right, mm-hmm. in terms of who they're picking as partner. Mm-hmm. Um, just what what was, like, one piece of advice that you would give to, like, our single mom listeners who are still out there dating? And I think for any lady that's dating, whether she's a single mom or she's just single and don't have kids, one of the things that I tell, you know, my students, my friends, my family members is, Pay attention to how these guys, A, treat their moms and how they treat their own kids. And that'll give you an indication. I, 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 to me, a red flag is any man that has, you know, severe issues with their mom where it's like, oh, I don't speak to my mom, I don't rock with her. That might be something that play out in your relationship. Because if a person is telling you that they can't even communicate with the person that gave them life, that may be something that you need to just, you know, pay attention to. That's a red flag. And one of the things that I put on the list every year. Stop ignoring red flags. We won't stop that every year. When people show you who they are, believe them. You know what I'm saying? If this man has three kids by three different women and he's barely taking care of them, your child's not going to be any different. Don't think that there's something magical about you and your relationship with him that's going to make him a better father. Like, if he's not already showing you that he's capable of being a good father, you having a child by him not going to make him a better father. Um, and so if you've already had the child by him and y'all not together and now you're back on the scene and you're dating, it's one of those things that you got to remember is that you have to take your time in your dating situations and please, and that's something that I put on the list before, and that goes for men and for women, stop bringing everybody you're dating around your children. 
everybody that you're dating and getting to know should not be getting to know your children at the same time. Um, do your extensive work to get to know this person, to know if this is a relationship that's serious enough for this person to even be introduced to your kids. And if you feel like, all right, it's serious enough, all right, let's still do some work before I start to involve you in the life of my child or my children. Because at the end of the day, you know, children don't ask to be connected to these people. And especially if it's a situation where the child already doesn't have his father in the picture and then you just start introducing him to everybody you're dating, then that's just more men that that, that, that child is going to recognize as coming in my life and leaving my life. Um, and then that in, impacts and affects the child because that's what they start to see as normal and healthy that, yeah, people are supposed to just come in and out of your life and there shouldn't be any consistency. Um, and they don't expect that from people. Um, and it leads them to kind of follow those patterns that they've seen you model. And so, um, yeah, you definitely have to think about your children when you're dating. So if you're a parent and you're out there dating as a single parent, your children are always supposed to be a part of your decision-making process for the people that you're dealing with. Um, and it can't just be about your own selfish needs or your own pleasures or gratifications, because at the end of the day, you have a child that's depending on you to start making some really good choices because they'll ultimately be impacted by that. So, you know, my advice is to a, you know, put in that work and make people earn the right to occupy space with your children. Um, and, you know, stand on it and don't feel pressure because I think one of the things that we find is that, you know, other people may get in your ear and be like, you don't need to make nobody wait that long to be around your kids. And then you start to buy into it. But it's like, no, if you say, listen, it's going to take at least six months before I determine and or I, you know, approve you being around my kids and introducing to my kids. then that's what it is. And anybody that's dealing with you has to understand that anybody that you date. And you are a parent has to understand that you are a parent first. And anybody that would try to make you feel bad about putting your kids first, that's not even nobody you should be trying to deal with. Um, and so, yeah, those are some of the things that I would just give as advice. And I know that's easier said than done um, because all of us are married. But, you know, and sometimes single people look at married people when they're trying to tell them these things like, but you married, you got to somebody. I'm out here trying to get that. And it's like, yeah, but part of you getting that is to you know exercise some good discernment because otherwise you just keep putting yourself in the same situations over and over again and that's not fair to you and especially to your children if they have to witness this mm, you just triggered a whole lot of knowledge um <laughs> yeah i mean and please listen right but i think it's a good point that you make and i think ty and i have said this before right just because we are you know married doesn't mean that we know mm -hmm. it all either right we're right, never right. single um and you know we're trying to shame other folks we're not we're right. not here for that um and i think that married and single people are like just need to be more open to those those types right. of conversations um that we right. have with one another um, a question I had that was, again, um, taking us on a, another funny route. Um, and you said it a little bit in the first question that you had answered. But has everyone, anyone ever, like, messaged you? Oh, like, yeah, Yo, you talking yeah, about yeah, me? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Are I got you serious? I got that a oh, lot. Oh, that's like, hilarious. I, it was, I don't know what year this was. This probably was 2017, 18. But it was, like, a lot of the females were wearing, like, the WWF or WWE wrestling little suits. <gasps> where it was like those one pieces that were made out of spandex. And I remember just putting like, um, let's leave those uh, um, those wrestling suits um, in, in whatever year it was. And then I had made a comment like, we, we see him Hulk Hogan or Ultimate Warrior or something like that I said, right? And I'll never forget like my own cousin was like, B-I-T-C-H, I'm wearing my wrestling suits all next year. I don't care. I love my one piece <laughs> suits. And it was just like, I laughed at it, but it was like some people have, you know, you know, taken offense to it. Um, because I like guess some of the stuff that I do put is stuff that, you know, I see people do that. I'm just like, like one of the things I had on my list this year was like the money up the arm picks. Like, let's leave that in 2020. Now, what is that? No, like when people take what their check or their money mean? or their stack and they, they, take all the money and just literally like raise it up their whole oh. arm and kind of show you how long their money is. Um, they got that good stimulus. I got you. Right. 
And to me, it's like, I'm not, I don't even care how you got the money. It could be your stimulus. It could be illegal money. It could be whatever. But one of the things and one of the reasons why, like, I would, you know, say leave something like that behind is because we do, especially in urban communities, where we flaunt and we showcase our money, our jewelry, what we got, our cars. But yet we still live in communities where people are robbing you for this stuff. People are running up in people's homes, killing them. And so it's one of those things where it's like we see people being murdered just because they got and people are jealous and envious. And should we live in a world where we should be able to flaunt our stuff without anybody trying to do something crazy to us? Absolutely. But that's just not the world we live in. So to me, it's not smart to be out here posting all your riches on Facebook, knowing that you live in an environment where people will try to hurt you for that. But, you know, when I post some of those things to kind of leave behind you always got somebody that are, like like i said people definitely dm me and been like yo like i do these things um like i feel like you was coming at me and that was earlier on and it'd be <laughs> like now nah, i'm not coming at you yeah. specifically i'm just noticing things that i would like for people to leave behind now if the shoe fits wear it but that's why i said for me the list has gone from just you know things that i just felt people should leave behind to just more universal things that i think will definitely help people be better if they left them behind. So the list is definitely taking on a more serious, even though I put my little comments in there to make it comical because I just like to laugh and make people laugh. But it is one of those things where it has become a little bit more serious because, you know, I didn't want it to just be seen as something where you're just taking jabs or subs at people and then people being their feelings and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But then I've had people now where they'll just say like, yo, I do like 15 out of them 30 things. I need to work on this. And it's like, we have conversations about what we need to work on. And even some of that stuff that I put on the list, you'll see me say like, I got to do this stuff too. Like, so it's not just what I'm noticing and trying to tell other people they should be doing, but even stuff that I need to do and correct with myself and things that I can do to help make my next year a better year. Um, so now it's become a thing like even when people are guilty of those things or those things kind of um, hit home to people, they'll laugh it off and just, you know, say something funny back. So, like, this year I put on the list, like, let's leave Androids in 2020, right? I'm tired of the green bubble messing up my day when I just like seeing that blue bubble. And so all the iPhone people, you know, thought it was funny. The Android people, of course, they just start taking shots back, but they didn't really get in their feelings and be like, oh, forget you or nothing like that. But it was like, you know, now people even embrace it differently where it's like, even if it's something that does apply to them, we laugh about it or they'll say a joke back and we'll go back and forth. Um... But yeah, there definitely has been times where people really got like upset. Like, I feel like you coming at me, and I'm like, to be honest, I didn't even see you do this all year. But I just was saying, right? Like, You're I just holding just, yourself, speaking on things that I noticed, and I didn't even think about you specifically. It ain't that deep. I'm not trying to take a specific shot at anybody, um, but I do recognize that that is sometimes um, how people feel. And so that when I'm putting this list together, I'm always like, God, and now I'm like, God. Let me not, you know, put anything on there that's going to really make somebody feel bad. Let them understand that even if it's something that's lighthearted, that that's how they take it. And so there have been times where I've been writing stuff and I deleted it. Like, nope, because I know somebody take that the wrong way. Or even me checking myself like, nah, now nah, yeah, that does seem like you're taking a shot. So, nope, take it off. So, yeah, I definitely have to edit it before I put it out there to make sure that it's understood well and received well. Okay, well, you know, my Nana would say... You know, a, a hit dog going to holler. <laughs> <laughs> and for some of these things, like, yes, like one of the things, and I guess like this is like one that I'm like, dang, I know I'm about to piss a lot of Christians off with this one. But one of the things I had on the list is Christians playing with all this mystical stuff. And they say, mm -hmm. uh -uh, my word says call on Christ, not crystals. And I know for a lot of people that are believers that do, you know, dabble in some of the mystical type things or some of the other mm -hmm. spiritual things for them. It's like, uh, like, why would you say that? Like, cause I do that. But for me, it's like, I'm not going back down from that because as a believer, you know, we all have things that we do to kind of bring us peace. So like, even today, like, I, you know, do laundry and I'll, you know, purge stuff. And, you know, that brings me like, you know, peace, like, but it's not the same type of peace that I'm seeking for from God. And none of that stuff can come before God. So, you know, mm -hmm. everybody has their routine or their thing that, you know, makes them happy or brings them some sort of calmness. And that's cool. But when we start, you know, subscribing to things in place of Christ, that's something totally different. And so, you know, when you're like, oh, I feel like I got some bad energy on me and you 
like sage before you even pray about it. It's like, wait a minute, right. because we're supposed to be praying. We're supposed to be talking to God about some of these things. And unfortunately, we live in a world where we make a lot of this spiritual mystical stuff priority and it comes before God. And then that's a problem. So for me, like when I posted that and I'm like, if anybody feels any way about that, we're welcome to talk about it. But it's not something I'm going to feel bad about posting because at the end of the day, it is truth that we're not supposed to be leaning on these things more than we are, guys. Some, you know, some of the stuff to me is just like, yeah, people playing with some stuff that even the Bible tells us just not even to play with. And we play with it because it's, it's cool in culture. But that's just one thing that I do know, like, you know, with some people, they may get upset and I have to really tell myself like, oh, I got my window up. People run past with the window with the music blasting. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things where it's like if people get upset, then, you know, unfortunately, it is what it is with that one. Yeah. And see, I'm glad that you brought that up, too, because, um, you know, I look at your list as an extension of, you know, your ministry. And I know, mm-hmm. you know, I you about this in terms of like me seeing you like as that kind of like a spiritual advisor. And I know that's like a part of you know, your path and where, and where, you know, God is taking you. But in terms of getting this out, right? Mm-hmm. Like we've said, it, it's going viral within at least our sphere of influence, you know, like your folks, Shabisa's folks, my folks. Mm-hmm. How can, like, do you even want it to be bigger than what it is? And if so, like, how can, like, um, like, how can, how can we help you in order to, to get it out? Where can the people find you? Um, you know, how can we <laughs> blow this thing up? Like, do you have ideas to blow it up or is it just something? And, and I've thought about it. I thought about like, you know, um, making it like a, a video, like, you know, putting together like, you know, some type of video where it's like, you know, bigger and larger and something that would just reach more people. Um, and so, yeah, the thought of making it something that is more expansive in terms of the audience and reaching more people is definitely something that I thought about. Um, and I've had other people say, hey, you should take this list and make it bigger and not just do it on your Facebook page, but maybe creating something at the end of the year that's really, really dope. And it's just like, I don't know, like I, I'll, I'll and some days I'll be like, yeah, this, or some, you know, as we get closer to the, the end of the year, sometimes I'm like, yeah, I really want to do that. And then other times I'm like, nah, I like to keep it with just me and my friends because I feel like we understand it, we get it. And then, you know, sometimes opening it up to more people just means you have to deal with more people's opinions or some people who don't mm-hmm. get it or understand it. Um, and then the other thing, too, is just that, you know, um, for me and my own groundedness, like, you know, not necessarily wanting it to be something too big where then now I have to, you know, talk about it even more. And and, and I guess for me, just trying to stay small with it. Um, but one of the things that I'm embracing more and more is like when you mentioned ministry and how God does use all these different platforms for me to get some type of message out. And especially because this list does contain some spirituals or a lot of spiritual stuff on here. One of the things was also a message to churches to stop just preaching prosperity messages all day. Like stop telling everybody all year, this is going to be a year you about to get increased. You about to get this when in reality, God may really be trying to get them to work on the fact that they're not forgiving people and that they got bitterness in their heart. And yet mm-hmm. you're just telling them yeah, this is your year for increasing upgrades. And so even that like, right. But it's one of those things where I'm like, all right, God, I do know that at some point you're calling me to do more that you're calling me to have a bigger platform. And I think one of the things that I've had to struggle with with myself is being sometimes a little weary of, you know, expanding my reach or expanding my platform and wanting to stay very comfortable just with the circle that I have and the people that it is reaching, but understanding that it's okay to, you know, have that territory enlarged if that's what God wants. So, I I mean, I got a whole year to think about what the next one's going to look like. (laughs) So that's the good thing. So I'll definitely, you know, be praying on it more. Um, But, you know, definitely wanting to see over this year how God will give me access to larger audiences if that's what he chooses to do. Um, But never wanting to just jump at something because, People are like, yeah, do it. And then I do it. And then God is like, I didn't tell you to do that yet. So, right. you know, definitely. But like I said, we got a whole year. So 
We'll see what the list for things to leave in 2021 looks like. Um, if it'll just be on Facebook or if it'll be something bigger. But if it is something that God is calling me to do bigger, I would love to be able to, you know, come back, do the podcast and just be able to, you know, expand the reach of it. Um, because I do believe there are some really good things on there that people can take. Definitely. And we'll, you have an open invitation to our, to come back to our podcast whenever yes, you want to talk I, about I, something. Listen, you know, <laughs> Let's go. Thing, especially with y'all. Cause you know, I've known y'all for so long and we have somebody mm-hmm. like, you know, some of the conversations that we could have in a podcast for everybody here are conversations that we have amongst each other anyway. So yeah, like, you know, at any point, if you ever need me to come and talk about something, I'm here. Um, and that's one of the things that, you know, I do feel like God has been calling me to just do more of these types of conversations where, you know, stuff mm-hmm. that I can talk about with two people, this now gives us the opportunity to talk about it and let other people be a part of that conversation and hear it. And so, yeah, I'm definitely mm-hmm. opening myself up to that this year. And so, yeah, any topics um, you guys have that you want me to come and contribute, let me know. I'm down for it. And happy uh, belated Founders Day to y'all. Uh, funny story before I, off, I was uh, uh, talking to uh, my representative for Wells Fargo because I was uh, disputing something um, that was on my account and I'm talking to her yesterday and she's like alright yeah let me give you your confirmation number and I'm like alright and so she's like A as in alpha one two so she finished it and I was like you're AKA and she <laughs> lost it like how did you know oh my god how did you know oh my god I feel so good right now I'm like <laughs> Because you said A as in alpha. Most people say A as in apple. Right. It just so happens to be be January 15th. And on your mind is the word alpha. And I was like, so I know you have to be an AKA. And she is like now screaming in the back. I'm like, oh my God. And I don't know. And then I guess in this call center, there's other people around. She's like, yeah, he know I'm an AKA. She's like, yes, thank you. You just made my day. And I'm just like, happy Founders Day, miss. Did she help you with yeah, the charges? Yeah, yeah. She, she waved and, that. Was, and she did all of that prior to me. It was just when she was giving me the confirmation. Oh, good. And I was like, did she just say A as an alpha? I'm like, because it's definitely A as an apple. Nobody says A as an alpha. And so I was like, she got to be an AKA. And when I asked her, she just lost that it. I guess so she figured funny. I'm at work on my founder's day and somebody acknowledged it. And so she was just super ecstatic. But no, nah, that was just my little, because I knew y'all founder's day was yesterday. That was just something that happened. I was like, that's a good story. Yeah, yes. shout out to, shout out to her. She definitely helped me with my my issue. So shout out to her. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for coming on. No problem. Thank, thank you. you. Uh, thank you, ladies, and I appreciate y'all. I love y'all, and love you too. Hope to love see y'all too. in person soon. I, I will. Lo- I, I can't wait for it. I mean, I think the the lockdown and the pandemic has made us very creative in how we can do things but like even for your podcast like what I see and envision is y'all two being in the same space and this being something that people can visually see and so like I can't wait to mm. see what you guys are able to do when we are able to and I'm you know declaring that like you guys will have your own space and be able to bring guests on and people will be willing to meet you where you are. And right now, this is such a dope format because people can do it from the comfort and convenience of their own home. But I'm definitely praying for bigger and better and even more influence for you two. And shout outs to y'all for being brave enough to start this because your opinion does matter. It does mean something and people are listening. So um, shout out to y'all and much success to y'all. I received Thank you so much. Thank you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People find you. Um. So yeah, my social media is Flyest Nerd uh, on Instagram. I'm on a little social media <laughs> break right now, but I'll be back. But you can go ahead and follow um, until I get back. Um. So yeah, Flyest Nerd is the Instagram. It's also uh, my Facebook page is Rashad Walker R A S H A D Walker, and uh, I just got on what's it called Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. like a month ago mm-hmm. and so it's Reggie Rashad at uh on Clubhouse um and so I'm interested to you know start some conversations there once I get off of this uh this break that I'm on with social media all right well thank you so much bro and we look forward to having you on another time yes yes much blessings to y'all 
Shout out to y'all and y'all beautiful families. And again, I can't wait to see y'all soon. Ryder Scholarship Brunch is coming up in hopefully May. Hopefully things will be better. So I hope to see y'all there. Um, and if not before then. But yeah. thank you for the opportunity. And I'll talk to y'all later. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Talk to you soon. So I'm Ty. And this is V. And this is Cause, Cause I, I Said So. so.